Hello. Welcome to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm so happy that you're listening. The Safe Haven Podcast is a space for you to be real, raw, emotional, vulnerable, hilarious, and or completely carefree. This podcast offers a safe space for stories to be shared about the lights and darks, highs and lows of life in a judgment-free zone. Join me and my powerful guests as we dive into a variety of conversations and topics. Listen from where you are as you are. Think, laugh, and cry along with us, whether you're in your car, in the kitchen, chasing your kids, running your business, caregiving for someone that you love, getting a mani-pedi while you're in the hospital, a treatment center, sitting on the deck, on the dock, or out for a run. These weekly stories and messages will hit you right in the heart, fill up your cup, and recharge your spirits. Joining me today is me, yours truly, Amanda, the host of the Safe Haven Podcast. And I'm sure you can hear the smile on my face. I'm really stoked about this. Um, I would say it's been a long time coming, but it really hasn't. Actually, this is a this has really grown in a very, very short period of time, and I am just ecstatic about uh, about how this is taking off already. So thank you again for joining me and um, giving me your time. This is It means the world to me. So who's your host? Who is this girl? Who's this girl that's just ch- chit-chatting away to herself here? So my name's Amanda. Um, I was born and raised in a small town named Minden. Minden, Ontario. It's a few hours north of Toronto. And my parents, my younger sister, her family, and then the majority of my extended family actually live very close to me here, which is nice. Um, I've always been a pretty happy-go-lucky individual with lots of love and energy to give. And making friends was something that has always come pretty easily to me. But I don't think it was until I actually spent some time away as an exchange student uh, and then traveling the world that I really started to, to understand the value of friendships and connections that I'd started to make around the world. Um, I... I met a lot of people along the way. Um, I really started to hear, you know, from different people as I met them, you know, oh, you're so easy to talk to, or I can really open up to you. And they they just found trust in me. So, hey, I was hooked. I was in. I was always happy to listen and support. And then the older that I got, and the more deeper that the relationships and friendships that I made got, I realized how many people carry a burden of some sort. It doesn't matter who you are. And it sounds super cliche, you know that everybody's got a story. Thanks, Alanis Morissette. But like for real, everybody's got a story. Um, we all do. We've all been somewhere dark, but I like to think that it's, you know, we know what dark feels like because we've also experienced some light and reverse. You know, we are collectively starting to recognize and embrace and flourish in the highs because we've experienced those lows that we've, you know, been held down by. So I'm going to try and give you a bit of a Coles notes of my life here. Uh, so yeah, born and raised in Minden. Fabulous childhood, you guys. I, I honestly, I couldn't have wanted for anything. Um, the good thing was, though, is that my parents always really enforced pride and ownership. And there's a difference between being spoiled and spoiled rotten, you know. Um, yes, we had lots of things growing up, but it came at a cost. Like, you're darn right if we had a snowmobile that we were out there cleaning it. I remember my dad made us wax the snowmobiles at one point. Um you know, we had to cut the own, cut the lawn. Uh, we had chores galore. Um, we we had a boat, but you're darn right. We had to work to put the gas in it. Um, we always got, went on family adventures. Um, like honestly, I, I we had pets. We had decent clothing. We played sports. I, I feel very fortunate to have grown up the way that I did. Uh, so yeah, fabulous childhood. Um, into my teenage years, uh, still obviously in Halberton County. 
just kind of bounced around from friend group to friend group. I was kind of one of the ones that wasn't necessarily fitting into any sort of group. I was just like, la, 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 between friends um, of all different types, different ages, which was great too. So a huge social circle, which I, uh, you know, definitely helped shape who I am today. And then um, in my last year of high school, I actually took a year and I went to Argentina on an exchange. And then that's, I think, when I really started to recognize like, whoa, I like people and I like having a good time and um, life is great. I came back from my exchange. I did kind of, I had to do a victory lap because I ended up losing that year, but it is what it is. That's a pretty good trade-off, I'll tell you. And then... I went away to university. I went away to Nipissing University. I was there for five years doing my BA and B.Ed. to become a teacher, basically because that's what I was told I would be good at. Um, but hey, I stuck it out. <laughs> so even though I actually wanted to go into nursing and pediatrics, I ended up um, I ended up doing teaching as my career path, and I have I have really loved it. I just find that that's something that does come pretty naturally to me. So then university, obviously, as many people in university and college um, experience, life on your own away from mom and dad can get pretty exciting. Um, definitely had some highs and lows, lights and darks in university, I'll tell you that. Um, and I then I dated I dated um, a few different people throughout university. Uh, one in particular was the a guy named Matt, who's an, he's an amazing man. Actually, I'm so happy to know that he is so happily married now. So yay, Matt. Um, and... So anyway, he was my last relationship in university. And when we broke up, um, I was living down in London, Ontario. I was working for the LCBO and I was finishing up my um, my last placement or whatever. Anyway, so we broke up. And that traveler bug that I had was like, forget this. I'm just going to book a one-way ticket. Zoom, I went off to Australia. And my mom nearly lost it. But yep, so away I went. Um, I was in Australia for about 14 months before I came home for a ripper trip to surprise everybody and then headed back down south, back down to Aussie land. And then I returned in, oops, that's a lie. Nope. Then I went to New Zealand for a little bit. New Zealand was awesome, by the way. Uh, well, Australia was too, but we'll get there. Then I came home in the beginning of 2015 and um, I worked for my aunt and uncle locally at a company here. And got back into teaching here. So I had been teaching and traveling around in Australia. I had a few really crazy jobs there, actually. Um, everything from working from or for um, Wrangler Jeans and Thomas Cook Boot Company. And traveling around to different... Um, kind of like the X in Toronto, kind of like that. So I ended up doing something like that and um, selling Wrangler Jeans and boots and cowboy stuff. <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, right up to like mustering and branding cows up in central Australia and that's uh, central Queensland, sorry. And uh, and that's how I got my second year visa. So yeah, I spent just over two years in Australia. Uh, New Zealand was great. Then I came back and then in the beginning of 2016, I went to Africa. Oh gosh, this is like legit Cole's notes. And then um, I started dating a really amazing man named Brett and have spent the last two and a half years of my life with Brett. He's a great dude. Uh, we have ended our relationship as of the beginning of March, but uh, lucky for both of us, we do care so much about one another that we just recognize that not all two great humans match, and I, we still, we still are in touch. Um, we just know that we're just not meant to spend life together, and I wish him the very best. Um, now, having said that, so that kind of brought me to March of this year, um, and I'm a free bird again. And I know a lot of people are kind of thinking like, dude, slow down. 
I can't, guys. <laughs> I've got a lot on the go. I've got a lot of energy, which I like to think that you'll be able to um, catch on throughout these podcasts. Um, again, well, when I start to get into it, just a little bit about what this podcast is actually going to be about and what I'm hoping it facilitates, uh, when you start to wrap your head around some of the, the things that we're going to be talking about, uh, some are very dark, some are deep, some are very emotional, uh, but there's also going to be some times where you're probably going to laugh until you have... Um, tears in your eyes. So that's kind of the goal for a few of them too. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess kind of just having spent some more time by myself and I've spent the last few months, um, March, March was pretty tricky, but into April and now into May, I, I cannot wipe the smile off my face. I feel free. I feel happy. I feel whole. I feel so complete as a person and it's taken a little while to get back there, but, um, that's actually really what Full Circle kind of has brought me here. So, yeah. So, let me get back to my notes here because I kind of get off track a little bit. But um, that's kind of like the Coles notes of, of kind of what brought me to where I'm at now. Um, minus a lot, but you got the basics. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, we'll get to there. I, te- I also teach yoga. I love yoga. I teach yoga. Um, I'm also a photographer. I love taking photos. <laughs> but, yeah, we will get there. So, okay. So, what does, or how does all of that lead to the Safe Haven podcast? Okay, so believe it or not, I've actually been trying to write a book um, since I booked that one-way ticket to Australia after that breakup with Matt. And, uh, but a busy life and seemingly insufficient time to just sit down, write, and reflect. uh, It's actually taken a bit of a backseat. I have a title for the book and everything. I just haven't actually had time to put the words together. And I actually have enough words to put a book together, just not enough time to make something of it. So I'll get there. I'll get there. Thinking about the things that I really wanted to do in my life, I keep coming back to working with people, health, wellness, yoga, empowerment, success, and all things love. But I would say that there are three catalysts um, that collectively worked together to ignite this idea of the podcast. Number one, the fact that I was wrapping up my 30th year and I wanted it to go out with a bang. 30 is a big year, guys. So I turned 31 a few weeks ago and 31 has been wicked. Number two, I had just read in Rachel Hollis's book, if you haven't read Girl, Wash Your Face or Girl, Stop Apologizing, I highly recommend it. So um, I had just read something in Rachel Hollis's book about being uh, made or meant for more, made for more, meant for more, um, however that resonates with you. But I really started to reflect on what my next steps would be. Okay, wait, there's a 2.5 before we get to three. So I'm also was maybe potentially at risk of losing my job. So um, not having a job in September um, because of a certain very ignorant human being making cuts to education. That's also for another time. But yeah, so that kind of was a bit of a propeller there as well. Okay, so then three. I was getting ready to host a big, huge girls weekend that one of my best friends was organizing for my birthday. So yeah, she did all the work. All I had to do was just hang out, make sure that everybody had clean sheets (laughs) and towels, and they got to come up to our cottage here up in Halliburton County. But yeah, Jess, one of my besties, my rider dies, she put it all together. She had a Google Doc. And had it so organized that everybody knew where they were sleeping, what they were bringing, and it went off just incredibly. It was it was an absolutely perfect weekend. So huge score. Um, so with the girls coming up, you know, or with the girls weekend coming up at that point when I kind of had all this stuff going on in my brain, 
it had started to hit me that my closest friends, some of them had never met. So Jess, the one that had put this whole planning in motion for the girls weekend, has been one of my ride or die best friends for nearly 10 years. And Heather, another lifer for more than 16, but they had never met. What? I know. So many others had heard of each other's names. You know, they'd heard stories here and there, but they'd also never met. So even just the thought of having 25 or more uh, of my friends here over the course of the weekend made me all kinds of emotional. And then when I started sharing um, with others who was coming, it all kind of started to click that each one of them was going to be here and that so many of them had some sort of significant story in their pocket as to, you know, why they are or who they are and, you know, what has shaped them into the powerhouse badass woman that they are today. Um, And then the majority of those friends will actually be guests, which also makes me super excited. So I highly encourage you to continue turning in weekly to hear their stories and messages because they are powerful. Okay. So where did this podcast idea come from and why is it a thing? So you're going to learn pretty quickly, guys, that I love to talk, but I also love to listen. Okay. Now, This is a little bit impromptu. I actually hadn't intended on sharing this, but I'm going to share with you one of my most embarrassing moments. And most embarrassing moments usually happen in front of um, a, a usually a larger group of people or something like that. But my most embarrassing moment actually happened in front of one, one other person. Um, Super long story short of how that had actually come about. We met in Australia. I moved to Australia on the one way ticket, uh, October, 2012. So she and I met in the beginning of November, I think. So anyways, she had hosted a party. There was a bunch of different people there. I was jacked up on life as per usual and, uh, had, had, had a few drinks. I'm not a huge drinker, but I'd had a few and, uh, a little bit away with the fairies for sure. So, um, I had arrived alone too, obviously just being, you know, new to Australia and there was a mix of Australians and Canadians there. I think there might've been some people from around the world as well, other teachers, um, but a cool group of people. So I started trying to talk to everybody, you know, meeting new people, making new friends, blah, 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 having a great time. I thought, I thought everything was great. And there was one particular person, uh, who I will not mention, um, who was there is also, Canadian and we went to university together. Um, and this person was at that party and I don't know why, but she and I had never clicked and not, not on my side. Um, I honestly think I could talk to a rock, but yeah, there, there was just something there. There was just some sort of unspoken tension or I don't know. I, I don't even know. I'm lost for words. So Anyway, she was there and I was like, like, you're on the other side of the world. You want to talk to people that you know. It was kind of cool or at least kind of, you know, try and reconnect or rekindle something. Um, and yeah, I got the mega cold shoulder, but I'm totally good with that. So rocked on and talked to more people. And then, so if, um, I don't know if it was a few days or a few weeks later, this other friend of mine, she's like, we got to meet for coffee. Like, let's just catch up, talk, whatever. So we sat down and we talked and out of nowhere, she's like, okay, Lytle, I got to talk to you. Um, oh yeah, by the way, last name is Lytle and that's what a lot of my closest friends call me. So she's like, Lytle, you got to sit down and, um, I just, I want to tell you something and I don't want to crush you and I don't want to upset you, but I think that you really need to hear it. I'm like, okay. 
So she said, so-and-so, this person, says that you're really annoying and that you talk way too much and that you try too hard. You guys, I was crushed. Like, absolutely crushed. And so when I say that this isn't a most embarrassing moment, it's because I felt like I... Because then I automatically started thinking about, what the hell did I talk about? What did I share? Who... Who was I talking to? You know, was I doing something stupid? Did I say something embarrassing? So I was immediately reflecting on things that I had said or or did or mannerisms or how I was talking, whatever. I had no idea. I was crushed. And I, maybe it's not an embarrassing moment, but maybe it's just one of those transformational moments because, I, well, I was, I was really ashamed by it. I just thought like, this is, this is brutal. And I, and I was crushed by it. So, um, I tried to digest that and, um, I think she could tell that I was pretty hurt by it. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not here to upset you. I'm not, I'm really sorry. I just, what my message is to you is that I think you really need to start being a little bit more of a wallflower and not trying to take all of the attention. So I did my very best, you know, as, as crushed as I was by that, I, I actually probably didn't talk Well, I was a backpacker too. Right. So at that point I was actually in and out of hostels. Um, so I really kept to myself. I really, really did. And it was probably a week before I actually opened up and had another sort of happy-go-lucky Amanda Lytle conversation with anybody. Uh, I really bit my tongue, but then I started to really turn inwards and I started to really reflect on, okay, so if that's someone's feedback, even though I wanted to like throw the deuce up at her, I didn't, you know, I, I turned that inwards and I thought, okay, I, how, how can I turn this into a positive? How can I get better from this? Um, so the next few times that I actually went out in a social setting, I consciously made an effort to to not talk. Well, I talk, of course, but I wouldn't speak when I wanted to, right? So I did more listening. And the more I started to listen, the more I was able to observe or read different, um, different situations or different scenarios. And then, uh, so then um, I started to ask more questions as well. I actually just had a, a conversation uh, a few hours ago with a girlfriend about this and we were talking about the importance of asking questions. And so funny enough that she brought that up because there is so much that can be said about someone who actually asks questions and is genuine about it. So I was definitely starting to ask more questions um, and think about, I mean, we've all been there. Someone is telling you a story. You're like, oh, I got an answer for that. Or, oh, I want to tell them about this. Um, but it was really starting to just bite my tongue where I... I really think over the last seven years, because that was in 2012 and here we are 2019. Um, I, I really think that the last seven years of my life have brought those connections and relationships and friendships closer to me because, you know, that was after university. I'd matured a little bit. I had obviously had this awful, embarrassing, confronting, whatever you want to call it, situation happen in Australia. And, and the good news is too, is that that was right at the beginning of my trip. So I guess that was able to shape me into the good listener that I am today. So yes, I definitely love deep conversation. I love to laugh. I love to be funny. Uh, but I can also really embrace emotion and and hold space for someone that needs to share. So okay, so then back to the girls stuff, right? So then thinking about all of the girls that were coming, I started to think about conversations that I'd had with them in the past with every single one of them. And then being an avid podcast listener, the gears started to turn so many of my friends already listen to podcasts and we're always starting to share, well, this is what I heard. Or have you ever checked out this podcast? I listened to this one or I really like this. So then I started to get that idea and I let it dance around in my head for a little bit. And then I liked it. And then I really liked it. 
So then I started thinking about names. Well, what can I call this? You know, if I'm going to run with this, what am I going to call it? And even just with some of my yoga background and my real focus uh, and value towards mind, body, spirit, and emotion, I started to kind of play around with those letters, you know, the M, B, S, and the E. And then I started thinking, well, M, B, S, E, if you say it quickly, it sounds like embassy. So I started thinking embassy. Okay. So mind, body, spirit, and emotion, thinking about like an embassy of power or empowerment or something like that. Uh, still thinking about, you know, the empowerment, even of my friends, but I just couldn't digest that name. Something was still missing. Okay, guys, call me crazy, but, uh, I was going to bed on May 8th. So I turned, um, my birthday's May 10th. So that's kind of when I was talking about going out with a bang. So May 8th, I asked my guides as I was going to bed for some help with the name. And as I was drifting off, I kid you not out of nowhere. It was like, what bam, the safe haven popped into my head done son that's it the safe haven podcast for the win and this will get started tomorrow it's kind of like what my mentality and my mindset was so on the ninth even before my school day began right i'm a high school teacher p.s uh so then before i started my school day started teaching i had the podcast email the instagram and the podcast hosting site set up and running yeah <laughs> and then i turned 30th on the 10th and i honestly hadn't felt that excited about anything to that degree in a very long time Okay, so the Safe Haven podcast, what will it deliver and what will it provide? So my goal is to create an atmosphere for my guests and the listeners that encourages vulnerability. The podcast is going to support listeners in their uh, everyday endeavors in more ways than I can imagine, or this is what I'm assuming, and I know, because I know the caliber of messages that are coming your way. I am so thrilled to say that I already have 63 and counting confirmed guests, which is well over a year's worth of content send, uh, to come your way, which I'm I'm actually gobsmacked by that. Like I, 63 confirmed guests and with that list growing as well. And the neat thing is, is that every single person I speak to about this, I'm like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And then they have an idea, you know, you should ask so-and-so or, oh my gosh, have you ever heard of so-and-so story? So with this year and a half's worth of content that is still growing, here is a bit of a heads up as to what is coming your way. So, guests will be sharing things from heartbreak, loss, mom guilt, home births, parenting struggles, miscarriage, infertility issues, mental health, mental health struggles, so anything with that, even just health and wellness related, depression and anxiety, issues with addiction, entrepreneurial successes and failures, stories of resilience, perseverance, infidelity in relationships, even calling off a wedding 10 days before walking down the aisle because of a cheating fiance, <laughs> yoga and journeys to self-love, all things, energy, crystals and spirits and the metaphysical. We're going into sexual abuse in relationships, brain surgeries for epilepsy, medication and bipolar misdiagnosis, losing parents, losing children, postpartum depression, embarrassing moments, and even online dating, leveling the playing field out there. There's actually a few guests that are going to be chiming in on this one, and it is going to be hilarious. Um, I've got another few fun topics, but really, you guys, this is just scratching the surface. So on that some or that same productive morning, um, <laughs> lovely May 9th, was a ripper day, I'll tell you. So when I'd established the email address, the Instagram handle, and I started creating this list of powerhouse women in my life, that list grew fast. 
So then I started thinking outside of the box of the women that I really admire, but I don't really know too well. And after a few posts on my Instagram page, the feedback, messages, and comments started to roll in. And go figure, many of them were on the list. I just hadn't even reached out to them yet. So then when I was like, hey, so um, you're actually on my list, their reactions were so full of genuine excitement and honor to be a part of something so powerful. And then their minds, you know, started to think of the powerhouses in their lives. And this is why I have so much, you know, so much belief in this because, you know, everybody knows somebody great and then that is going to just create this network and that, and that support system. So like, this is me dreaming big, like this is going worldwide, mark my words. And I am so excited about it. Okay. So I often refer to my brain as a bingo ball cage or like a bingo ball brain cage, uh, because my ideas are like pew, 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 always flying around. So I thought as I was going through this still on May 9th, I thought of an old friend from university named Cole Fournier who actually hosts a very successful, hilarious, and often offside trivia podcast called Super Fun Time Trivia. So I hunted him down and called him that night. We had a great, great conversation. It was awesome too because he gave me some really great insights into a podcast, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Uh, and then out of nowhere, he offered me his old room mic to get me started. And then it got sent down with my friend Laura, who was coming south from North Bay. Um... And she was coming down for my girls weekend. So, you know, everything was just lining up. And I I would say that I was floored or surprised, but I'm not because the universe is amazing and everything lines up if you're open to it. So I got the mic. Okay. And then, so my goal with the Safe Haven podcast, um, it is definitely to help facilitate uh, the delivery of these stories and messages to you in a way that you'll be able to listen along with us wherever you are, as you are, as mentioned earlier. I can almost... Promise tears. Tears can be good. Tears can be bad. Um, but I really think that there are going to be messages here that really hit you in the heart space for sure. There's going to be so much laughter, respect, vulnerability, support, and love. And I cannot wait to share it with you. Many of the initial followers of the Safe Haven podcast are actually people that I know, but that makes me really happy and excited because this also means that many of my guests are also going to be people that my listeners know directly or indirectly, uh, or maybe have just heard of or, or, you know, kind of have seen them around town. But I, I really think that that relatability is going to be amazing. And I've had a few people message me and just say, oh my gosh, this is your podcast. This is going to be so great. I can't wait to listen in, you know, um... I'm so excited. It's going to be so neat actually being able to to listen to somebody that I know. So yeah, I'm totally all about that. Um, and then even with a large group of friends, I, I do I do tend to keep a lot of my more personal inside stories quite private. Um, and this is funny because here I am just blah, 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 blabbering away just all by myself as I do this recording. Um I do actually keep a lot of my personal life quite private. Um, a lot of people that would just guarantee, you know, swear hands down that I'm an extrovert. Um, for those that actually know me quite well, I am probably 50-50. I need my alone time. There are actually times where I don't want to be around people. I don't want to talk to people. Um, but, you know, I, I often, you know, even when I've had my my darks and my lows, um, I do have those people that I really reach out to and that I can just connect with. But definitely, um, I think that you're going to get to actually see more than just this happy bubbly side of me because as I facilitate these people 
and their messages through this podcast, um, there's some that really, really hit home for me as well. Um, and obviously getting into those deeper, dark <laughs> topics, I can't just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's, that's good. That's great. So, um, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely get to hear and see some of my different sides too, which, which at first actually made me a little bit nervous because I am a little bit more private. So even just thinking about that vulnerability, but then I started thinking you, you got to practice what you preach, right? So I'm trying to get people to really open up and it's quite therapeutic to be, to be open and to share and to be raw. And you often don't realize how much someone else needs to hear your story until you've shared it. And that's actually one of my, one of my posts on Instagram is actually about that too, because you know, some people may think like, oh, I've got nothing that I can actually share with someone when in reality, you know, a story that you have, whether it's about resilience or a breakup or losing a parent or being in a car accident, um, or miscarrying or running a, like a really wicked business that you're the owner of all of these things, you know, um, you can really offer someone else something. So yeah, um, I just like to think that this is going to ultimately give people a space to open up, to share, I'm also working towards keeping my guests, if they choose to be anonymous, um, then there's absolutely going to be that option. So people had also reached out and they said, you know what, I'd really be super keen on sharing, you know, this particular thing, but I don't want to do it so that people know my name. So keep that in mind if you are interested in being a guest after listening to a few of these episodes, that anonymity is totally a thing. I honor that greatly. Um, But I'm also, I want to use this as a platform where people can share their business, you know, or they could share their successes or their highs and lows, darks, whatever you want. Um, But I just, I like to think that overall, this is just going to be a showcase of my guests um, who you are going to come, you're going to, you're going to love them. You're absolutely going to come to know them and love them, you know, as if they're your own people for sure. So yeah, ultimately it's going to give me my own, my own platform as well. But again, like I said, I just want to showcase these people for you. I do look forward to sharing some of my highs and lows and darks and lights with you. Um, from my own experiences with sexual abuse, entrepreneurship, yoga, and journey to self-love, uh, losing myself in relationships and how much happiness I have found in returning to my true self. It feels like a weight has been lifted off my chest. I will tell you. And that has nothing, we know when I say that, actually, also super impromptu, it sounds really negative when I say that, you know, that I feel like I can breathe again, but I don't want that to, you know, reflect negatively on any, anybody from my past, whether it's a relationship or whether it's a friendship or a situation that I've been in to say that I can breathe again, because, because these are my choices too, right? I have chosen to hold back from the person that I am meant to be in past relationships and friendships, even, you know, different workplaces. Um, and, and certainly my last relationship helped me in more ways than I could get out. You know, um, I've, I've never been loved like that and I've never been supported like that. And, um, just by someone who was so happy to give me their undivided attention at any, any time, any moment of the day. Um, I'm trying really hard not to cry. I'm actually doing a pretty good job. I'm go, go team, go Amanda. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a rough, it's been a rough go, but it's also been a very necessary one. 
and I will always, I will always care for him and his success and his wellness and happiness. And I really hope more than anything, as we move on in our lives um, apart, I, I hope that he recognizes how beautiful love is and how fun it is and how great it is to be loved, to love and to be loved. Because God damn it, I have a lot, a lot to give. And I love love. I love love. I love being loved. I love being in love. I love giving it. Um, I love pretty much everything with a heartbeat. So um, it just, like I said, it like not all two great people work, and that that's okay. I, I think very highly of of him, and I th- and I reflect very fondly on our two and a half years together. And they helped me grow as an individual. They helped me grow as a partner, uh, as a person, and you know have really helped shape who I am today. So all thanks. Like, thank you. Like what's, what's her name? Ariana Grande. She's got a song about thanking your exes. I have nothing but huge thanks for, for Brett, for sure. And to any of you that are listening, uh, yep. Surprise. Uh, it's been a few months now, but that's when I talk about keeping things private and keeping things quiet. It's because I just don't like when my name is in other people's mouths. (laughs) Fun fact about me. There you go. So, guys, I want to give another shout out, another quick shout out to um, to Cole Fournier. Not just for this mic that I'm speaking into right now, but for some great advice. Because I was a little worried about getting the best equipment and making sure that I had a space with great acoustics and making sure that everything went off perfectly. But you know what? He really set me straight and he gave me some great advice. And some of that advice was, he's like, Lytle. Do you want to just keep waiting and procrastinating and wait a few more months and then have the best mic and have a little office space set up for this or a little studio and have, you know, whatever the, whatever the thing he's called for the internet URL. I don't know. Like the, the, your website, do you want to have all of these things lined up and have the best sounding podcast on the market or do you want to start now and have something that is so real and raw and authentic that is starting to get your message out now or wait three months? And then I thought, you got it, buddy. So guys, I'm no professional yet. I promise you that this is going to be flawed. It's going to be raw. It's going to be imperfect. Sometimes the voices between my guests and I will sound like we're meters apart or one's really close to the mic, one's really far away from the mic, the mic as I just realized last week when I was doing a recording with a, with a guest, um, you might hear the hum of the fridge. You might hear a gigantic dump truck driving by or an empty flatbed trailer being hauled down this silly potholy road. But you know what guys, that's real. It also gives me something to work on because the number of guests that I have lined up, don't worry. I've got more than enough practice coming my way. So I really hope that that gives you some insight into what the Safe Haven podcast is going to offer you. And I really hope that you're going to come along for the ride with me. Thank you so much for listening to the Safe Haven podcast. Please subscribe, tell all your friends, like, share, and comment as you follow along. Your generous support is going to keep these messages coming your way. You can find us and follow us along on uh, Instagram. Instagram is kind of where I'm starting at this point. Um, I'm going to, I've got a website, uh, but if you follow me on Instagram, that is where you're going to get all of your insights. It's just one big fat word, the safe Haven podcast over and out. You guys, thank you so much. I am so full of gratitude. It pretty much leaks out my eyeballs and that's it. Thank you so much.